Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. I'm Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today as we continue looking at this growth process that Peter gave us in the book of 2 Peter chapter 1. It's pretty exciting when you realize how God is working in our lives and what God can do to, to develop Christian love, that divine nature, that we can escape the corruption that's in so many other places of the world, it's so many people, so many relationships, so many institutions, we can escape that corruption ourselves. It's in the world by lust, selfishness, and we can develop, we can become partakers of the divine nature, Peter tells us, 2 Peter 1 verse 3. We can become partakers of the divine nature, and we're looking at how that process works out here in 2 Peter. So let's review the verses we've been looking at. It says, now for this very reason, also applying all diligence. There's not something to be lazy about. All diligence in your faith supply moral excellence. Which we've, talked about. we've been talking about these earlier in the week, okay? If you've missed it, if you're new and this is the first time you're seeing this, or if you're listening to the podcast, you can go back starting this Monday. This is like number five in the series. You can go back Go to my webpage, tomthepreacher.com, excuse me, my uh, YouTube page, tomthepreacher.com, or search me on the uh, Apple, Google, or Spotify platforms for the podcast, and you can see the past five days as we've looked at this. Okay, ready? Here we go. In your faith, supply moral excellence. In your moral excellence, knowledge. In your knowledge, self-control. Apply what you've been learning. Take the effort, control yourself, and apply what you've been learning. In your self-control, perseverance. Hang in there. Keep at it. Don't give up. In your perseverance, godliness. That's what we want to talk about today, and we'll finish out. In your godliness, brotherly kindness, and in your brotherly kindness, love. So godliness. In your perseverance, godliness. Godliness is the result of knowledge, that we have self-control, and we do what's right, and we consistently do it, we persevere in it until godliness is formed in our life. What's that, what's that mean? Well, it's, the definition of godliness is simply it's a reverence or respect for God. Or I like to maybe add a little bit, living life with an, added, with an awareness of God's presence with a, and a desire to please Him, so that my attitudes my values, my direction in life, the way I'm choosing to live, it's, it's God-centered. It's godly. It's not self-centered. It's not worldly-centered. It's not lust-centered. But that something deep within me, deep within you, has become God-oriented, where it's becoming our natural way of living, shall we say, in which Pleasing God, honoring God, living as if God is with us, His presence, He's a, we're aware of Him, is how we live our lives. See, a lot of people don't do this. A lot of people, even they come to, they're converted and they come to uh, salvation, but they, it's God is not really a part of their life. They're, they're not doing the things, the self-control, the knowledge, and so on, that, that they're living day by day, hour by hour, as we say, 24-7, with this awareness of and a desire to please God. 
By the way, that's one reason we come here every day. And it's one reason if you don't come here, I hope you're getting in the Word of God yourself every day. Do both. <laughs> because it's, it, this, this happens as a result of good discipline and training. Let's look at this verse. It's a very interesting verse. Paul writes in 1 Timothy, he's talking about godliness, and he writes this, Discipline yourselves, discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness. For bodily discipline is only of little profit, but godliness is profitable for all things, since it holds promise for the present life and also the life to come. Discipline yourself. Now, I'm a big believer in the importance of growing by faith, understanding our identity, our new life in Christ, who we are, and that we grow by faith as we, as God's Word is more and more permeating, it's living within us, the seed of God's Word. We take, make the effort to get the seed planted in us. We hear the Word of God. We study the Word of God. We meditate on it. We memorize it. We, 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 we read it ourselves. These are things we talked about two or three days ago here when we talked about knowledge, gaining knowledge. And as we get the seed of God's Word in us, uh, it, it sprouts, it grows. Sometimes we don't even know how. I don't know how a seed grows. I plant grass seed. I'm not a farmer, but I plant grass seed. I don't understand all of how it grows. Just Or I think of like medicine, taking medicine. Sometimes I take like medicine, like even a Tylenol or something. I don't know how it grows. I don't know how it changes my, why my headache goes away. I don't understand it, but it works. God's Word works in us if we get it in us. But then we self-control, obedience, then we persevere in it, and it develops this godly attitude in us. But notice our role. Back in Peter, what did he say? We must have self-control and perseverance. Here Paul says in in, um, uh, 1 Timothy that we must train ourselves or discipline ourselves. This... Greek word here for discipline is the same, gymnasio is, I believe, the word. It's the same word we get our word, as you might hear, gym, gymnasium. And the idea is train yourself, work out, get in God's gym. Now, I know some of you work out. Some of you are concerned about your bodily discipline. We probably all, all ought to be. But it's in, but it, it, to do things like, you know, we're constantly told, move, uh, walk, exercise, uh, stretch, uh, do some weight-bearing exercises. Uh, it, it's, it, you know, you're encouraged to go to the gym, get in shape. It's hard to be healthy if you're not exercising of some sort. Discipline yourself, Paul says, for godliness. And then he goes on, bodily discipline is fine but it's only a little bit profitable. And I'll tell you, you go to the gym, good. It's profitable, but but not as much as godliness would be. And I want to say, if you are consistent getting in the gym or exercising or walking, good for you. That's profitable. But it's only a little profit compared to consistency in building habits of godliness. And the habit that we're talking about in Peter Second Peter is faith, moral excellence, knowledge, self-control, 
perseverance, that develops godliness. It gets back to faith, moral excellence, in the Word of God, self-control, obedience to it, hang in there, persevere. Just like when you go to the gym, I mean, uh, we all know that everybody, the gym memberships blossom during the month of January. Everybody wants to hit the gym and get in out of the, you know, they're, they're not outside with the cold weather and they want to go to the gym and they want to get off those Christmas pounds and so on. But by February or March, you know, the gyms are emptying out again. People started, but they didn't hang in there. I would encourage you, hang in there. Persevere in godliness. Persevere in the Word of God. Persevere in prayer. First Timothy's talking about your speech. Persevere in godly speech in the context here. These things matter. Godliness holds promise in this life and also in the life to come. Now, if I could show you a little diagram here, and if you're on the podcast, I'll try and explain this. But if you're if you're watching, hopefully you can see this. Have you ever now I'm gonna date myself here a little bit. Have you ever carved your initials like in a desk? Those of us who are a little bit older, back, you know, if we were bored in class, we might sit there and doodle and and we had a wood desk, wood top desk, and we'd carve our initials when we were in school. You might carve your initials. You weren't allowed to, you'd get in trouble. Nowadays, of course, they have the hard formica surfaces and you can't do it. But if imagine I was going to carve uh, a, a, my middle initial K. And you start by, you know, up, down. Can you see that? Up, down. And you keep going up and down, up and down. You get a, a, a nice good groove in there of the, of the K, of the, the, uh, the vertical uh, line is what you're trying to do. And then you've got to get to the place where you've, you've got this good, nice big groove here. And then you want to break and you want to develop that where you go off to the side because it's the K. But the groove for the up and down is deep. And so when you come up here and you reach that, divide, that fork in the room, it's really hard to, to veer off to the right and have come up and have that K there if you can see what I'm doing. The groove, the old way, is still deeper unless you want to groove off to the right or veer off to the right and make that K. It becomes harder and harder. I mean, it's, it's harder to do, but the more you do it, the easier it becomes. The groove becomes deeper. That's what training yourself in godliness is all about. When, we, when God shows us a change that needs to happen in our life, and we've already got a pattern established. And now God is saying, no, I want you to, when you hit that same decision point, instead of going this way, I want you to go a new direction. And we hit that point regularly. Maybe it's how we talk to somebody. Maybe it's how we react to somebody. Maybe it's, it's an attitude we have. And we're used to being in the flesh. We're used to getting, doing our own thing. We're used to our lust. And instead now God says, no, when you hit that fork in the road, I want you to go this other way. And it's difficult. It takes self-control. It takes perseverance. It's hard the first time, the second time, the third time. Why? Because we're more trained. The rut is deeper going the old way. But the more we go the right way, 
the deeper the groove becomes and the easier it becomes to choose the godly path. This is why training yourself in godliness, the discipline of godliness, in time, it really pays off. Decisions to do the right thing, to honor God with your speech, your attitudes, your, your, your behavior, and so on, it becomes the easier path the more you choose the right path. The groove, shall we say, in carving in the desk, it gets deeper. And now when you're faced with that fork in the road in the future, going God's way is the easier path because you've trained yourself in godliness. You don't see results in the gym immediately. You go on a diet, you don't see results immediately. You train yourself in godliness, you don't see results immediately. But you stick it with it with the gym, stick it with it with your diet, stick with, with training in godliness, and you begin to see results. Amen? That's how we do it. So this is what we want to do. Train yourself for godliness. Father in heaven, thank you for the way you've developed us. We are creatures of habit. Decisions we make, Lord, they become, they may be hard at first, but they become easier as we persevere in them. We thank you that you're developing godliness within us, that you're training us, that we're in the gym of godliness. I pray, Father, every one of us would be consistent and faithful to show up and work out with you 24-7. And I want to thank you, Father, that as we do, that the, the living life as is right, living life in a God-honoring way, living life in the awareness of your presence and with the desire to please you. I want to thank you, Father. It does become easier. It does become, this is what we were designed to be. Thank you that we can break old habits of speech, old habits of reacting, old habits of how we treat people, old habits of how we, how we act or think. We can change those. It's not easy, but we thank you by your spirit, by the knowledge you give us, the wisdom you give us. If we persevere in our, that self-control, you develop godliness within us. Oh, Lord, we want to be godly people. We believe there's value in it. I pray, Father, for everyone here, give them that courage and that encouragement to stick with it, to make good choices, and to know that the, the path of godliness lies ahead. We desire it deeply. We pray that this day help us make good choices. This day help us persevere in self-control. We pray this and bless you and love you, and we pray it in Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Hey, thanks so much for being with me today. Again, my name is Tom Short. We're here every day. If you've enjoyed today, if you stuck with me this long, I trust you've benefited by it, so I hope you come back every day. We're here seven days a week, 8.30 a.m. live, 8.30 Eastern time, or you can watch the video later in the day, or you can even listen, as I said, on the podcast on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms. But we believe in the importance of hitting God's gym every day, hitting it in the Word and prayer. These are vital exercises we want to be a part of. Work out work out. We need, we need godly people. We need strong Christians. You want to be a strong Christian? Show up in God's gym. Work out. Join us if you will. Subscribe. Hit the notify button. Like the video. Share with your friends. Okay? So until we meet tomorrow, might the Lord bless you, strengthen you, make you a mighty Christian for Him. That's who we want to be. Might He fill you with His grace, love. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless you. Love you guys. Bye-bye.